with you today. Mom's here as well. We're going to be sharing about some cool things that God is doing, has done, and wants to do in your life, but also in your family's life. Sometimes, however, when we, when we sit down, it's hard for us to concentrate and focus because there's all kinds of distractions. Sometimes, if you're like me, I'm thinking about my grocery list. I'm thinking about a conversation I had with a friend who's struggling. I'm thinking about my kids. Uh, great, you know. Reese, what's happening there? You know, some health issues. And sometimes we just need a quick prayer. So hop on the phone, get on the website, let us know how we can pray for you. We like to do that, and that really helps for me. It helps me settle in, okay, I've turned that into God's hands, and now I'm a little bit more open and less distracted to receive from God. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And, you know, Mom, when we think about our families, and, you know, family is so important. It's very oh, important oh, to you, oh, important absolutely. to me. I remember growing up, uh, you know, there were you'd have meetings and stuff, but I remember you always said, you know, if there's a meeting or anything and you need us, you need me. You you interrupt the meeting. You are always more important to us than any meeting, any situation. Sure. And, and you are always very, very, very um, dialed into those priorities, family priorities. Right, right. And uh, I think that really has paid off over the years. But also I think it's part of the way God makes us. I do too. We're very into it, tuned in with our families. We are passionate about our families. And I love this. In other countries, Sarah, Asian countries, and even Latin countries, they're more committed to family feeling, I think, than right. we are. And the Bible, this is a family book. You know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is a family book. And it's a book that we don't have to be under curses because we can be under the blessing because Jesus redeemed us from the curse. And Sarah, I want to share something about the curse. You know, it says that we do not have a spirit of bondage again to fear, but a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And so I think sometimes we think because our families had alcohol problems, our families were failures or who knows, drugs, sicknesses, diseases, but that's a spirit of bondage to make us afraid. Right. And we don't, we're not under that. We have a spirit of adoption. When you're a born-again Christian, hey, you've been adopted. And you say, well, yeah, God is my heavenly father. Actually, it says he's your daddy. It's a very familiar feeling, very familiar expression. I am in the family. I'm in the family of God. All the privileges, the promises, this Bible is full of them. They're for me. I'm in the family. That's really good. And you know, I was thinking about this. I was talking with one of my friends yesterday, and she was talking about a, um, a guy that her daughter's dating, and, and the, the gentleman comes from kind of a broken family, mm -hmm. you know. And, and I asked about the family, you know, what happened with the mom and the dad? Well, the mom and the dad, you know, their, their parents, you know, and talked about how their parents came out of broken families. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and it's kind of this continuation of, and you go back and you see three, four, five generations of, of consistent break in the family and, and hardship and pain. You see that as well, Mom, sometimes with health issues. Right, you know, you right. see this uh, the genetic, they call it a genetic predisposition. You know, mm -hmm. you're predisposed to that weakness. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And they that ask weakness. you when you fill in your yeah. health forms, what, did your mom have this? Did your dad have, you know, all that stuff. You check those off, genetic predispositions. And I think sometimes we see that in, in our health issues. We see that in our relationships as some of those things come as family issues. And sometimes we see our parents handle things 
and that's so because that's where we're raised and that's uh -huh. how we handle things right. and if the way our parents have handled things have been through anger or through addiction or through you know isolation or abuse or neglect then that we take that paradigm and we unknowingly use that same paradigm to deal with our own lives and it continues it perpetuates and in many respects that's what I would consider a generational curse it can be an addiction it can be alcoholism it can be anger issues True. and I saw this in my life we saw this when I was in my early 20s remember when I went to, right. to uh, Germany? South Germany yeah mm -hmm. and uh, I remember talking with you about this and you had told me about grandpa right and uh, I remember grandpa growing up smart really smart but right. very very isolated very mm -hmm. withdrawn um, and you had told me that he could get angry um, and there was some real darkness to him right. and and that he had some suicidal struggles and and uh, I remember when I was in Germany and studying there for the summer I started to have some of those th same kinds of things happen and I remember I came home and told you about it and I, when I was over there I was like oh my goodness I didn't realize and it was that generation curse that was trying to come and, mm -hmm. and perpetuate onto me and I was like wait a second and it was good good that you would talk with me about some of those issues because and it was a struggle I mean yeah. it was an absolute struggle it was a life and death struggle for me yeah. you know that I remember that um, I was having a rough time of it but God really helped me and I called out to God and even though I didn't feel God in a real strong way um, I believe God rescued me like hardcore I know he rescued me because I wouldn't be here today if he hadn't rescued me so you may be watching right now and you may have some generational things happening in your life you're like, ooh, I never realized my parents did that, my grandparents, or you know, the genetic predispositions, all, some of that stuff. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you and really have God break that stuff because you're a new creation in Christ. When Jesus comes into our hearts and He lives through, and we live for Him and we, we make Him our Lord, then there's a, a, a line in the sand that says, no more. Stop, desist, no more. You cannot do this. And that's a, real, that's a real turning point for us. But it's only a turning point if we take advantage of that new nature, of that new identity. I love what you talked about in Romans 8, that we are considered now sons. Oh, yes. Sons of our Heavenly Father. That's right. And heirs, mm -hmm. heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. Yep. And it says, if we suffer with Him, we shall also be glorified together. But I want to share something because I have two children. Sarah's natural born. I also have an adopted son. And so sometimes we say, well, what about adopted children or, you know, what about all of that? And of course, as a Christian parent, I know you want all of your children to be born again. But I have a very good friend. He's a pastor. And he adopted a girl, also had two sons. And uh, the girl's mother, she was born out of wedlock. And the girl's mother and the grandmother, you know, it was a kind of a generation weakness of sexual promiscuity, so they were all born out of wedlock, three in a row. So, you know, she's, this young girl's raised in a Christian home, very strong Christian home, but in her teens, she would slip out at night, you know, she had a room in the basement, and she'd go out through the window and was just wild. And his boys were older. He had never had that problem with them, but he's having this problem with her. And so he began to really pray about it. And the Lord showed him where there was a spirit of bondage here. 
you know, that had really come upon this girl from this sexual promiscuity that had been in there. So he talked to her about it and told her the truth about all of it, and she knew some of it. And he said, do you want to go that way? You know, you have a choice. You know, you're not under a curse. You're really under the blessing of Jesus. So she said, I do not want to go that way. I do not want to go that way. And she repented. She saw what the enemy was trying to do. And I believe the, a very important part of this program is for you to see what the devil's trying to do with all of this. And she absolutely repented of it. They prayed together. That was broken. Today she is a pastor's wife, serving God with all her heart. So if you have adopted children, hey, one believing mate sanctifies the household. Your faith for them. And if you have to deal with some issues, deal with them. But repentance cleanses. You know, we repent and the blood of Jesus cleanses us. And look at the blessing on this girl's life. Well, she's a woman. Look at the blessings on her life. She's a pastor's wife and being used of God in a gorgeous way. And maybe you're thinking of some of your children right now and some things or grandchildren that, you know, you could say, well, there's a weakness here the enemy is using. Call us for prayer. We don't counsel, but we love to pray for you. Hey, folks, it's the same Jesus that works, the same promises that work for every problem. You know, Mom, I think about this as it relates to what the devil tries to do. And the devil doesn't run around with a pitchfork and, you know, little horns and a red tail and wear a sign, hello, my name is the devil. Mm -hmm. The devil doesn't do that. Nope. The devil masquerades. And, you know, if you think about guerrilla warfare, the problem with guerrilla warfare is you don't always know who the enemy is. True. And the guerrilla war warriors... Right. They mingle in with the community. They, they look and dress and, you know, they're just the average people. They're guerrilla. They're hidden. They're covert. And that's what the devil does. The devil tries to masquerade as normal, acceptable. Oh, that's regular. And so we start to buy into some of that stuff. Well, that's the way your dad did it, so that's the way you do it. Oh, that's what happened with your mom. Your grandmother was that way. And that looks, and the devil masquerades mm -hmm. as normal. And it's a guerrilla attack. And pretty soon we're victim to the attack because, we're, oh my goodness, we just thought that was normal. And you may be watching today and, and you, maybe you've been the victim of some of that deception. Maybe the devil's lied to you and you've believed those lies. You've believed a lie that you have to be an addict. You believed a lie that you have to have that genetic predisposition towards a weak heart. You believed a lie that you have to have continued anger because that was your grandfather, your great-grand, you know, all that stuff. You believe those lies. And so today... You live in deception, and God is talking to you now. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth is saying, wake up, wake up. That's guerrilla warfare. That's the devil coming in, trying to trick you, deceive you, and ultimately wants to destroy you and hurt you and harm you. So hop on the phone. We want to pray for you. Get on the website. We really want to pray for you that God would break that deception and that the Holy Spirit would bring truth into your heart and reveal light and take away that stuff, that opaque stuff and kind of some of the deception and the distortion. And what the devil does is he'll take a truth, but he'll twist it and, and turn it and tweak it. And pretty soon you're way off course. So what the Holy Spirit does is he untwists those deceptions and says, yes, but here's the truth. 
It might have been true that your father had anger issues, your mother was an alcoholic, but here's the, the real truth. Those might have been the facts, but the truth is that you are blood-bought, that Jesus lives in your heart. You're a new creation. So get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you today. Now is the time to shatter the past and take control of your family's future. God has a great plan and future for you and your family. You can break generational curses and live under generational blessings. Let God heal your family and reverse the bad thinking and harmful conduct passed down through the generations. Live every day in the positive spiritual, physical, and psychological health promise for you. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you two cherished books and teachings from Marilyn and Sarah. You will receive Breaking Generational Curses and Blessing the Next Generation, both filled with anointed insight and life-changing encouragement. We will also send you the Imparting the Blessing 2 CD set. Learn about the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessing that Jesus died to bring us. All for your gift of $35 or more. Call or click today. We're so excited and we want you to come with us to Egypt in the fall. Oh my goodness, Egypt? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to see some amazing things. We're going to see the pyramids. We're going to see the Sphinx. We're going to go on a five-star Nile cruise. Are you kidding me? Who gets to do that? Oh, it could be you. You might get to do that with us. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We have information. We want to pray for you and we want you to come with us. Plus, Mom, we get to minister. Oh, we do. And that's powerful in Egypt because we get to lay hands on the sick. We have real open doors and we're going to have a ministry training school. And the more hands we have, the more miracles we can see. And I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to contact us today. You say, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. We're going to put you on a list where we pray because you have a rich heavenly father and he can make a way for you to go. And God needs you in Egypt. It's really exciting to see what Jesus has for you. I guess we never exhaust it. I'm in the Bible daily. I see new things I have in him. And one of the greatest things we have is that Jesus took our curse. Those generation weaknesses that have come that can be physical, mental, emotional, habits, garbage, trash, they are broken. He redeemed us from the curse. I think, Sarah, this is my favorite book. Mm -hmm. It certainly is the most popular one. Breaking Generational Curses, but also seeing the blessings that go from obedience to the Word. Do you have this book? You need to. And all you have to do is call us. And of course, if I were you, I wouldn't call and just get one. I'd call for two. Because everyone needs this. And frankly, even unsaved people have told me they really like this. It really brought light to them. So we give people flowers. They will. We give them candy, make them fat. Oh, give them God's Word that can transform their lives. So. Call in. Don't put it off. Get it today. You know, Mom, one of yes. the things I like about this book is when I was looking through it, especially at the beginning part, there's a test here that's a really great test mm -hmm. at the very beginning, and it says, take the test. Do you or anyone in your family, including past generations, and then there's like nine questions, eight questions here that you check to see, yeah, is there some generational curses that are kind of lingering around? 
Because, you know, when we think about the devil, he does that whole camouflage thing, guerrilla warfare. So if he can make you think that uh, alcoholism is normal, that's a generation curse, and he just gets to have a heyday in your family. He gets to have a heyday in your life. If he can make you think that it's normal to have anger problems, it's normal to have divorce in your family, that that's normal. If he can masquerade with all that and camouflage, and that's his guerrilla warfare. And, he, and we become victim to those curses and the continuity of that from generation to generation. So that's a really powerful tool to help us. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, Get at least three to five. Go through this with your book club. All of us, we like our little book clubs. We have our friends, you know, text them. This is a great book. This is a new one I just read. I'm picked this up. Grab this book. It'll be a huge resource. One of the things I love about this book is it takes our daily living, the things that we deal with every single day, and it puts them up against the Word of God and applies the Word of God to those situations, to those behaviors, to those mindsets, to those ideas. And it really looks, and looks at you and says, okay, what does the Word of God say? And what am I saying? What's the deception possibly? What's the curse maybe that could be happening in my life? And this is what the Word says. And it really helps us. If you want to see change in your life, then you've got to have the Word of God. And this really identifies well what the Word of God says about generation curses as well as blessings. So get on the phone, get three or five, get on the website. Easy to get it from the website because, you know, that's 24-7 all the time. So get on whatever. Get yourself a whole boatload of these because they will be a tremendous resource for you. And you can pass them out for birthday presents. Oh, my goodness, Mother's Day, Father's Day. These are huge, great, great resources for each person watching. Mom, they need to get at least three or five. I agree. Sarah, there's a very interesting thing. Uh, I had a man pick me up to take me to a conference. I flew into Florida. So I asked the man, you know, uh, how did you get saved? And so he's sharing with me that he was a thief and was, would break into people's houses and steal things, and someone caught him. And, yeah, he had to go to jail over it, but they led him to Christ, and he got out, you know, received Christ, got free, walking and, you know, loving Jesus, reading his Bible, praying, picking up people to go to the conference. So I said, do you have any children? Yes, he said, I do. He said, I was divorced because, you know, I was so hard to live with and always in trouble, always in jail or in prison. I said, do you have children? Yes, he said, I have one son in prison. I said, really, what's he there for? He said, stealing. Oh. I said, do you know about the generation curse? No, he'd never heard of such a thing. So I told him, hey, you've been born again. You need to get to your son and don't let the enemy put the same pattern of life on him. You're a new creation. He said, I never saw that. He said, I'm going to go to the prison. I'm going to deal with this very thing. And of course, you know, when the curse is broken because Jesus broke the curse for us, the blessings begin. So I think, Sarah, this fits so many people. Right. It really does. And I know this. Doctors always say to you, you know, how long did your mother live? Did anybody have arthritis? Did they have a heart problem, you know, asthma, whatever? And so they expect that, you said predisposition, right. to come on you. And so you expect it too. Come on, folks, break the mold. This book will tell you how to break that and break that kind of hideous thinking that is no more Bible than a fly. 
So call in now, get the book, and of course, I like this, Sarah. I like for people to get two or three or four or five, but also, you can pass your own around too, you know, and it's not a book that's dull. They won't say, oh dear, I bogged down in this chapter. They will love it all. You will love it all. Call today. And you know, Mom, some of the things that you talk about in here, I've seen in, in your daily living, you know, yeah. growing up, being your daughter, I've seen you live and walk through some of this stuff. And, and it's interesting, one of the pages in here talks about the power of generation curses and what that does, and then the power of generation blessings, a yeah. godly family and a cursed family. And you know, it's interesting, I could read through this and tell you about what happens with a, a cursed family. I can read through this and tell you what happens with a, a godly family, but better than me reading it is you buying the book. So, <laughs> hop on the phone, get on the website. I'm telling you, this is really, really valuable, valuable resource for you, and not only for you, but for the generations after you. And you may be saying, well, I'm not married, I don't have kids. Awesome, you still need to get this because what happens when you do have get married, you do have kids, or what happens with your friends who are married, they have kids, what happens, and also thinking about your parents, going not just down, the, down with our kids, but also thinking above, you know, and talking to our parents, look, you guys lived in this deception, let's break the curse, and you know, and, and working your way through that. And so I just challenge you, hop on the phone, get on the website, get a couple at least of these, they'll be a great resource for you. And you know, section three in here talks about Jesus reversed the curse. The believer's covenant, the rewards of your redemption, breaking the pattern once and for all, free indeed. Next generation responding to God. I'm just telling you, this is a huge, huge, huge resource for you that'll be very beneficial on a personal level, but really throughout your entire family. So get on the phone, get on the website. It'll be a tremendous blessing in your life. I love this book, Mom. I think it's really powerful. Do you know, Sarah, this book is probably in 24 different languages around wow. the world. It's not all that we have changed it, but they have taken it in other countries because it fits every place. What is ancestor worship? Basically, it's generation curses. And so I remember teaching this in Japan, and I remember how quiet the audience was, and we had maybe 4,000 people there, and no response while I'm teaching it. But when I gave the altar call, you know, the crowd went bananas. And so I said, what is that? They said, well, they're taught not to respond. They listen, but said, you read their mail because of the ancestor worship and thinking those curses come down on them. So this thing, can I say it, is universal. Mm -hmm. And this book has universal good. That's why Sarah and I really nag you, get the book. Get the book. And I know when I, I get books, I underline them. Then I'm kind of embarrassed to pass them on because I have all my underlining in them. But underline it. Those things that really touch you. Those things that you'll know truth and truth sets you free. And so if you pass on an underlined book, that's fine. But a better thing would be to get two. That's really good. And you know, Mom, I was looking through this and uh, there's a chapter in here about inherited curses, yeah. curses that we get, you know, from grandparents and all that, and it's like droughts and diseases, and it talks about this in Leviticus 26, you know, cycles of discipline, mm -hmm. as well as the blessing and the cursing in Deuteronomy 27 and 28, right. and what happens with those as far as affecting the generations, but also starting the blessing, oh, not yeah. just stopping the curse, oh, yeah. but starting the blessing. So. 
I just encourage you, this will be a huge, huge, huge benefit in your life. Hop on the phone, get on the website, buy some for your mom, buy some for your kids. This is going to be a great, great blessing. Your husband, this might be a great devotional, a study thing that you might want to do with your husband or with some friends around you and really open your eyes to see the potential that God has for you. Hop on the phone. This will be a great blessing to you. Now is the time to shatter the past and take control of your family's future. God has a great plan and future for you and your family. You can break generational curses and live under generational blessings. Let God heal your family and reverse the bad thinking and harmful conduct passed down through the generations. Live every day in the positive spiritual, physical, and psychological health promised for you. For your gift of $35 or more, we will send you two cherished books and teachings from Marilyn and Sarah. You will receive Breaking Generational Curses and Blessing the Next Generation, both filled with anointed insight and life-changing encouragement. We will also send you the Imparting the Blessing to CD set. Learn about the very powerful, very biblical keys to living in the freedom and blessing that Jesus died to bring us. All for your gift of $35 or more. Call or click today. is such an awful, awful thing to experience and to try and work around. I think about some times when I was afraid when I was growing up and things that I feared that weren't necessarily true or accurate or stuff that you just kind of like, wow, that makes me scared. And, and I really don't believe in any way, shape, fashion, or form that God wants us to be afraid. I remember when I was in college, my dad confronted me one night and he said, you know, Sarah, you're afraid. And if you run from fear now, it will follow you for the rest of your life. And clearly that was a very defining moment for me. It was coachable. My dad was awesome and God totally used him to help me. But I know that fear, God doesn't want us in any way, shape, fashion, or form to be controlled or absolutely manipulated or dominated by fear. So if you're struggling with fear, why don't you get on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you. And you know, Mom, I know there's some good verses that speak to fear. Remind us of what some of those verses well, are. Jesus said, fear not, you know, for I'm with you. You know, so I think speaking to the fear itself is good. I'm not going to be afraid of fear because I have Jesus in me, the hope of glory. He that's in me is greater than he that's in the world. Speak to the fear. But I want to address this too. The fear of God is the beginning of right. wisdom. So to fear God and not to be lawless in this day, so many people don't fear anything. They don't fear leadership. They don't fear 
policemen, nothing. But the fear of God's leadership and who he's put in place is the beginning of wisdom. But today, if you say, oh, I have so many fears, I'm just overwhelmed with fear. Or I have loved ones who are just, oh, we're just caught in this terrible, terrible struggle of fear. Call us. We would just love to pray with you because we can come against fear. We can break the power of it in Jesus' name. Call right now.